Welcome to Shatterpoint Radio, the point in the galaxy where we come together and talk about all things Star Wars. My name is Kevin. With me is my brother in the Force, Lance. Bow, 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 bow. Sorry. Pew, uh, pew. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just blew somebody's eardrums off with their yeah, listening on headphones. <laughs> How are you, man? We haven't talked in a while. Yeah, really good. You know, uh, a lot of stuff going on at home. Uh, not always good stuff. Uh, yesterday got hit, uh, rear-ended during a snowstorm, so I got to get some stuff uh, fixed on my car. So, oh, you didn't tell me about that. Yeah, that was it's. That's what I've been doing all day. So it happened on the way home from work yesterday. Me and the wife were on the way home, and uh, a snowstorm, really bad snowstorm, came. We got about a, two inches in less than an hour, <laughs> and. Um, I love that two inches is a bad snowstorm. Yeah, where you're that, at. that's that's what I'm saying. I know how to drive in snow. I grew up in Colorado. I learned how to drive <laughs> there. One meter of snow or a yard of snow, yard deep. That, that's normal for me. So I know how to drive on the snow. But these people over here are complete idiots with two inches. And I'm approaching a, a roundabout, right? So there's a car at the waiting at the roundabout. I put it in second gear. I kind of coast it down slowly, put the brakes on, come to a stop. And I look in the mirror and all I see is this idiot just sliding right into my rear end. So it, you don't get much snow over there, do you? No, no, not really. Uh, we might get maybe two, three inches a year. That's about it. We're, we're kind of in the flatlands of Bavaria. So a lot of people think Bavaria, you know, those those timber framed houses with the white and the dark wood and then you know, mountains and people standing up there doing their yodeling and stuff like that. We're in the <laughs> we're we're in the flatlands. We're we're like I guess you could call it Nebraska and Iowa part of Bavaria. It's just flatlands and farms. Uh, we should say if if people don't know, Lance is in Germany. <laughs> I so. probably we should probably say that. <laughs> We don't mean like Bavaria, Utah or anything. I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> but that's why I asked. I wasn't sure. I wasn't really sure how much snow you guys got over there on a regular basis. No, not a lot. That stays up in the Alps and uh, hardly ever makes it down here. Yeah. We got we got a decent amount yesterday. The roads weren't great. Mm. But when, I mean, when I say a decent amount, I'm talking like six, eight inches. So. <laughs> I mean, some places up there, it's almost turned into Hoth this year. Yeah, uh, we, we've been lucky so far, knock on wood, Yeah, that we haven't uh, we haven't gotten nearly as much. It'll probably snow in June to make up for it, to be honest with you. That's the way Ohio likes to screw with people. I was actually talking with my son. I was like, you know, when we bought uh, your mom's car, it snowed in April. So we're probably going to get that again this year. <laughs> And he was like, no, 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 it's not going to happen. And lo and behold, there's, it's the end of February and it started snowing. There's plenty of times I remember as a kid, uh, it, it, it was having snow on Easter. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it did, Ohio picks a day and does whatever it wants. Like, it'll snow, <laughs> six, it'll snow six, eight inches, and then the next day it'll be like 50 degrees. Oh, by the so, way, by the way, it was about 50 degrees out and sunny today. Yeah, see? So uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. 
Uh, all right. Well, we um, I want to talk about Project Luminous, but first I want to talk to you about um, Galaxy's Edge for a minute. Okay. Because I, I saw this yesterday. Uh, when did I see this? A couple days ago. There's actually a hack for the Smuggler's Run ride that, you know, the Millennium Falcon yeah. ride. Yeah. I have Did you see this? this? I've heard about it. I haven't had a chance to look into it with everything going on. So, so it, it's, it, it's a series of buttons and switches that you hit before the ride starts. And if you do it right, Chewbacca just yells at you for like five minutes. <laughs> and if you do it wrong, then it goes into the regular ride where it's Hondo talking about getting the canisters that you have to get and everything else. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked to see I looked to see what the hack was, hoping it was, you know, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start, but it's a little more involved than that. It's not the old Contra code. No, that would be just awesome if somebody did that though. <laughs> oh man, I was just thinking. I mean, I'm listening to our motto right now. That's the kind of thing that they'd be putting in that. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so listen to how you have to do this. Uh-huh. And it, you gotta remember, you gotta have there's two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers. So all six of you have to be working together to get this right. Jeez. Oh, it says, first and foremost, do not activate your position right away like you normally do. Left and right pilots need to push their controls to the extreme left or extreme up, depending upon whether you're the up, down. Well, I guess it is up, down, left, right. Um, but, you know, one pilot controls left and right. One pilot controls up and down in the right. Uh -huh. So when those when you when the pilots sit down, they have to move their controls to the extreme left, and the other one moves it to the extreme up. Okay. okay. Once you've done that, then they hit the activation button. The engineers and the gunners need to hit one of the white buttons on their consoles before hitting the orange activation button. <laughs> kind of like using a shift key on a keyboard. Like you hit the white buttons and then the orange, right? Who the hell and figured it, this out? Oh, dude, there's a video of them doing this and everything else. It's crazy. It says, uh, finally, be sure that you've done all of this before the Disney cast member finishes checking your seatbelts. You know how they come in and they, you know, they pull the little yellow tab to make sure you got your seatbelt on. Yeah, okay. And it says, if you do it right, Chewie will be yelling at you for five minutes. If you miss a step, then you just get Hondo and the canisters, <laughs> which is what. Which go. is what uh, what you would normally do. Oh, oh man. man! For five I, minutes, Chewie's just yelling at you. That was, yeah. that's almost the length of time that the entire Chewbacca family part was in the Star Wars Christmas special, where there was absolutely no subtitles and just a bunch of Wookies going, and you have no right, idea what's yeah. going on. So yeah, you get the uh, the holiday special code. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be worth it, just getting yelled at by Chewie. Where you just have Lumpy looking at that weird oh. hologram porn oh. for five minutes. Oh, God, don't even get... I had to show my brother-in-law that he'd never... He'd only heard about it. He didn't know it actually exists. So yesterday, he came to take over for me at work, and he's like, what is this thing about the Christmas TV show that was Star Wars <laughs> but is not Star Wars? And I'm like, oh, God, you've never heard of the Star Wars Christmas special? So I pulled it up on YouTube, left it on his computer, and walked out only after Chewie and Han went to light speed to go back to Kashyyyk. 
And I was like, that's the farthest I'm going to go, brother. See you later. <laughs> you didn't even make it to the uh, the cantina with the uh, Golden Girls? And, uh... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, no. See, the thing is, is that um, I tried, I think it was about a year ago. I talked to you about this. I tried about a year ago to sit down and watch it. And after about 30 minutes, it became less of a TV show and more of a waterboarding torture. Um, <laughs> it was horrible. The people singing for absolutely no reason in the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly yeah. where where does, uh, you know, Jefferson Starship fit into the Star Wars universe? Was it Jefferson Starship? I thought it was ELO. No, it's Jefferson Starship. Okay, well, that tell, that shows you how long I it's been since I've actually made it that far into the. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm really hoping that John Favreau will sit down uh, and actually create a good special this time. Now that we got a live action TV series, I think we could do it. Well, I mean, they they reference it in the first episode of Mandalorian, so yeah, they reference Life Day. Uh, the, uh, Horatio Sands, the character that he played, he mentioned it right after uh, the Mandalorian captured him. Yeah. So, so I, they've uh, pulled Life Day into canon. Now it's just a question. And I think John Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni would be the perfect ones to put together some kind of a Christmas special. I yeah. It, it sounds like Favreau has a very strange love for the holiday special. So I wouldn't be surprised if something comes along that way even an animated one would be cool but see think about it this way doctor who does it as well they have a christmas special every single season why couldn't that that yeah. might just totally break off of the timeline of the season and just have its own standalone christmas special they could do that as well basically just during the holiday break they do a christmas special in it that's a standalone like a one shot and then it goes back at the end of the break Right. I don't know. Like I said, I even like a 2D animated special would be cool. Sorry, I had to, put, I had to put my lost, condom on the mic because <laughs> you lost your microphone. <laughs> no, I didn't lose the mic. I had to put the uh, the pop shield on it. I'm kind of close today. I took it off because I love my beautiful gold mic. But uh, yeah, yours is prettier than mine. Yeah. I've just got uh, the, the little. No, yeah, I, I got that one, too. I got that one as well, so I just don't have it hooked up. See, I got the black one. Ooh. Oh, there you go. But yeah, why? Why has it got to be a black thing? <laughs> don't make it a black thing. Sorry, this is this is great podcasting. I love this. ASMR. Oh, dude, that's gonna don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah. I'm having like editing nightmares while you're screwing around <laughs> with your microphone. That's why I'm here, brother man. You gotta make yeah. your life hell. All right, let's talk about some actual Star Wars news here for a minute. Yes, please. Uh, so during Celebration last year, we were teased with Project Luminous. Uh, yep. And we were we were thinking that it was going to be a set of movies, you know, yeah. tied, in, tied in with everything else. Well, Monday, well, Monday as we're recording this, we found out that it is going to be a publishing campaign Yeah, in, for 2020. And uh, I called it right. It's the High Republic yep. era, era that we're going to be in. So 
We're talking about um, roughly 200 years before the events of the Phantom Menace is which, when this takes place. Which, uh, you know, Kathleen Kennedy said that we're going to wait till next year in January to announce the next phase of the Star Wars. And everybody's thinking, yay, great. Star Wars TV show, Star Wars movie, Star Wars this, that. And then we start hearing uh, little hints and clips about something called Project Luminous that's taking place over at Skywalker Ranch. And everyone's like, yes, they are pulling in all these riders. They are going to get a huge story for a three-part series. And then it turns out to be comic books, books, and uh, uh, children's stories and all kinds of other stuff. And yeah, I think, I, I think it's going to be pretty cool. It is. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think this is going to be really fun. So what we have is uh, a new era that they're uh, telling Star Wars stories in that's going to be explored through multiple uh, publishers, in, uh, including Disney Lucasfilm Press, Del Rey, Marvel, and IDW Publishing Comic Books. IDW is another comic book company. Yeah. They're the ones that do like the Star Wars adventures and they did uh, the tales from Vader's castle, those yeah. types of things. They That's used what to do IDW something else. From. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they were known. Yeah, for I mean, they've, they've done a lot, but that, this is this is definitely the first time that I think they've they've used them to tie in to something else that they're doing. Usually IDW just kind of gets their own stuff over in the corner. Mm. But uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to be setting an era when the Galactic Republic and the Jedi Order are at the height of their uh, existence, I guess, uh, 200 years before the events of Phantom Menace. So this period of time doesn't overlap with anything that's been filmed, any series currently planned for production, they said. So they're giving creators and partners a vast amount of room to tell a Star Wars story. Yeah, and I've seen Pablo Hidalgo sitting there in a lot of these um, uh, brainstorming uh, meetings, and he's yeah, I mean, throwing they, a lot of stuff out there as well to help them out. Yeah, I mean, they they had a lot of authors. They had the um, story group. A lot of people were involved in figuring out where they were going to go with this. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I think it looks really good. We're looking at a brand new set of Jedi's. Um, we're looking at the first Wookiee Jedi as well. That's going to be mm -hmm. in the series. Yeah, I, I saw that in, in some of the uh, concept art that they released with that trailer. Which is going to be funny that, you know, we're going to need subtitles for that one. But um, <laughs> and then we're also dealing with a brand new enemy. We're not dealing with the Sith anymore. We're going to be dealing with an enemy called the Nile and not the river in Egypt. <laughs> so. Uh, the, the first books and comics are set to debut this August. They're going to debut them at Celebration Anaheim. The first one is going to be called Star Wars, The High Republic, Light of the Jedi. And that is going to be, oh, man, I just had the writer, and now I lost it. Who the hell is writing it? I Charles Soule. Charles, Charles Soule is writing it. Yeah. So he's going to be writing that. We have a, uh, a book called The High Republic, Into the Dark which is going to be written by Claudia Gray. Yep. Who is, she's one of our favorites. Yep. I'm looking forward to that one. I was glad to see her name tied to this. Yeah. And in fact, she was uh, in the video as well, talking quite a bit as well. Yeah. There's uh Justina Ireland is going to be writing one called a test of courage. Mm. And that one, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the cover art. That one looks a little more kid 
I think based. I think she is actually the young adult uh, writer. I think she does those kind of intermediate, right between uh, children and young adult novels. They're kind of yeah, uh, kind well, of like the, the Smuggler's Run one was. And the um, Claudia the Claudia Gray book is technically labeled young adult. Yeah, well, so um, this one. Is, the the Justina Ireland one is considered middle grade. Yeah. So what is what is that? Is that one that, step below young adult? Yeah, is exactly. That how, That's that how works? it is. It's right between the elementary school reading and uh, the young adult. So it's in that intermediate area. It's okay. They're still they're not quite young readers, but they're not quite advanced enough to be a you know um, young adult. So middle middle grade would be aimed at a younger audience than young adult. Would you stop throwing that Slurpee cup around? I'm sorry. I, 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 I can't see you right now. I'm looking at the story. so I... You got me jealous as hell with all the merchandise you can get in the United States. And here I am over here still. Wait, what do I got? There we go. There's my. Okay, you know I got a lot of crap. In fact, but... Oh, this thing's old, man. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, I think. Was... What is that? Episode two? No, this is episode. This is Revenge of the Sith. Okay, that's three. Okay, and this was uh, they called them Darth Dew Slurpees. See that there, <laughs> Darth Dew, and you could only get them at Seven Elevens because they were Slurpees, yeah, right? Yeah. So you got the cups with the Slurpees. Well, oh. at, in in two thousand five, we didn't have any. Wait, two thousand yeah, two thousand five. We didn't really have any Seven Elevens in Ohio. They just didn't. They weren't around here. So when we went on vacation, I'm getting way off track. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. Off track um, a lot. So we went on vacation to uh, the Outer Banks in North Carolina. And I am not I am not exaggerating when I said we stopped at every 7-Eleven that there was a sign for on the highway between <laughs> Cleveland and the Outer Banks in North Carolina. I know how that is. To make is. sure I could get all of the, I was, I was, and then we had to stop three extra times because I'm going to the bathroom constantly because I'm sucking down these Slurpees to get these cups. Oh, man. I know how that is, though. It's like me and but the... It, 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 it probably took us twice as long to get down there and get back because every time I saw a sign on the highway for a 7-Eleven, I was like, oh, need another Slurpee. Yeah, we pull over again. <laughs> oh, I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. But yeah, okay. so I'm really excited to see Claudia Gray coming back into this. Um, even though she's kind of gone down a step going into the young adult, but you know, now, her other ones, the, the other ones were technically considered young adult as well. Yeah. Most of these are, we just don't, we just don't look at them like that. Yeah. Well, true. Um, um, but, so then we're going to have the IDW publishing. They're going to do star Wars, the high Republic adventures. And, uh, that's going to be written by Danielle Jose older. Mm. And they're also going to have. Let's see. Uh, this is the this is the Marvel series, and that's going to be written by Kevin Scott. Okay, Kevin Scott rings a bell. I couldn't tell you what one he's done already. Oh, uh, yeah, Light of the Jedi is Charles Soule. Here it is. They just had it down further. But again, that one's we keep saying this one is actually listed as an adult novel. Okay. So I don't know what the difference is. If you read them or listen to them between adult young adult i'm sure we could go back and look at some of my favorites and it would say young adult even though it, i don't know what the difference is <laughs> i really don't maybe it's the size 
of the book. I don't know. I think it has to deal with the uh, what the story holds in it. You know, if it has romance and stuff in it, that's a little bit harder. I would say that uh, the Anakin Padme storyline was a little bit more adult. That wouldn't be included in a uh, young adult novel. Um, so that's what I think that is covering. All right. Let's see what Google has to say. Oh, I'm going to pull up Claudia Gray's other stuff as well. Okay, so this says three key differences between young adult fiction and adult fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. It says, uh, <laughs> come on. Um, okay, so the first thing that they're saying makes the difference is the age of the protagonist. So the age of the main characters helps to decide whether a novel is adult or young adult. Okay. All right. So for a book that to fall firmly in the young <clears throat> adult category, it must have at least one teenage protagonist. Okay. So that's probably what it, we're looking at. We're looking at teenage Jedi's probably. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number two is the voice. They say the key distinction between young adult and adult is found in the voice, bearing in mind young adult fiction will almost always be authored by adults, well-written young adult stories, nonetheless have an authentic voice that rings true to the young adult experience. Hmm. So again, it kind of goes back to the protagonist and who's telling the story. Okay. Well, um, for those who want to know about uh, Claudia Gray, I mean, one of our first oh, Star Wars here's the, here's books the, is Master and Apprentice. But before we get before we get there, here let me finish out with this. Number three is the themes of the story. So it says the final key difference between young adult and adult fiction is found in the themes of the story and how they're explored. And this is this is kind of what you were talking about. Yeah. You know, some of the themes can be more specific in one category or the other. Take love and romantic relationships, for example, theme and everything that comes with it, including sexuality, as much of a part of a young adult experience as adult. So it says uh, that while the characters might be having sexual experiences, young novel in young adult novels, it's much more likely to be explored uh, less explicitly yeah. than in an adult novel. That's I mean, a- we're talking, we're talking specifically star Wars. So we're not really going to get into that side of things, no matter what novel you're reading. Yeah. But I, I was interested to see. So, okay. So you looked up Claudia Grace. What's her uh, other novel? Well, she's got at? Master and Apprentice. That's the Obi-Wan Qui-Gon Jinn story. Uh, uh-huh. Princess Le- uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, uh, which yeah. I haven't read that one. Uh, oh, that one's good. The Star Wars Bloodline series and Lost Stars, both of which I really did like. Uh, okay. So there was parts of, of Bloodline are- I could have done without. It was a little too political, but... See, I like that. I, I got into that one. I like that one a lot. Um, so are those listed as young adult? Uh, young adult is going to be The Lost Stars. That's a story about two people that go that separate make, that ways. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, and then the rest, I believe, are just considered regular. So um, so it's going to be oh, interesting. Really? Yeah, because uh, the Leia Princess of Alderaan, let me pull this up real quick. Um, Star Wars Bloodline is just considered a novel. Leia, mm-hmm. Leia is considered also a novel, and then Master and Apprentice, novel. So, and then when we go to... When you say novel, do you mean adult novel? Yeah, this, yeah those are adult. And then we get to this one, okay. which is young adult science fiction. Okay. So, All right. So, that's what we have to look forward to for uh, Project Luminous, is now the, the High Republic. 
And it looks like we'll, uh, August is when we'll start getting some of those. All of those books that we mentioned are available for pre-order now. You can pre-order them. I don't. I didn't look on Audible to see if they were uh, on there or not. Let me hit, yeah, let me look know. real quick. One of the things that I've been noticing coming out of this whole thing is people talking. Uh, one of the uh, I was reading a news uh, a newspaper article, and they were like. Is uh, the new Project Luminous about to give us another baby Yoda? And I was like, dude, do you guys even know how old Yoda is? I mean, <laughs> well, see, now that's the other interesting thing about when they're doing this is that this is basically Yoda in his prime. Well, he's so going to we be 700 years old at this point. Right. But I'm saying as far, you know, he's six, 700. We need like a killer Yoda story where he's just out doing everything he possibly can do. Yeah, well, we know that he's going to be probably still part of the council at this point, and it's going to be a question of exactly what um, he's going to do. Hey, Star Kitty just showed up, everybody. So uh, welcome, Eddie, the Star Kitty. <laughs> okay, so here's what we have. We'll, uh, we'll talk about the rest of these books, and I've got a little bit of comics to talk about, yeah. and we'll... Uh, We'll wrap this episode up, and we'll just kind of keep it in the area of books. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so let's see. We have the next one we have coming out is on the 17th of March, and that's the Rise of Skywalker adaptation. Can't wait to um, read it. I really want to get yeah. into this. Rise of Skywalker Expanded Edition. So we're going to get um, we're going to get some stuff in the novel that wasn't in the movie, which is good actually, because. I, I think this is going to close a lot of the, the loopholes that people are talking about. And this is kind yeah, of, I don't, I don't know if it's going to get that detailed or not. See, this says, this is from starwars.com. It says, uh, okay. So this is written by Ray Carson. The book features expanded scenes and content not seen in the theaters, as well as a few surprises, all cold from deleted scenes, never before seen material and input from the filmmakers. They, they have an excerpt on StarWars.com where uh, he's tearing through Mustafar hunting for the Sith artifact at the mm. beginning. Yeah. It says, uh, but in the new sequence, he ultimately encounters a strange being protecting the desired device. So he encounters somebody guarding the, uh, what do they call those? The Wayfinders, the Sith Wayfinders. It says that uh, General Hux watched from a safe distance as Supreme Leader Kylo Ren and a squad of squ stormtroopers um, cut through the Mustafarian colonists. So we didn't we didn't see that at all. No, we didn't see Hux, we didn't see Hux involved in that at all. No. So yeah, definitely going to be some things in the novel that uh, we didn't see in the movie. I'm no. not going to get into the I'm not going to get into the excerpt. You guys can read that on starwars.com if you want to but um that's the next novel coming out that's good i, I i'm myself i'm going to be listening to that one as well uh, i don't yeah. have time to read uh, anymore we have the uh star wars thrawn ascendancy see i think this one got pushed back though didn't it didn't this one get pushed back i think I it, did. it did yes um i think it got pushed back because they started what about six, seven months ago, doing the adapt comic adaptation of the first novel, and I think it got pushed back to uh, coincide with the end of the run. Oh well, the comic's been done for a while. 
It's still is it? Oh yeah, it's been done. I'd have to look. I thought I, I thought it was still going. Nah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh let's see. Let me look on Random House's website real quick. They'll have the updated. Uh yeah, wow, it really got pushed back. October sixth. Oh boy. So yeah, it was supposed to be May seventh. I wonder if it's. So, uh, I wonder if Timothy decided to go back and fix something on this because of the I whole luminous. I don't know. I personally, I think they. Um, well, it still would have been ahead of time. I was going to say maybe they didn't want it in the way of the High Republic stuff, but I mean that's still Smack that's three down. months away. Yeah, that's three months away from from where it's going to be. All right. Well, we don't get Thrawn till October then. Uh, we can deal um, with it. Yeah, we get. Uh, the the second book in the Alphabet Squadron series. Still haven't read the first. Yeah, uh, Star Wars Shadowfall is the name of that one. It's also written by Alexander Freed. He wrote the uh, the, the first, first one, Alphabet yeah. Squadron novel too. Yeah, um, that one has a release date of uh, May twenty eighth, according to Audible. Boy, he pumped those out quick. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. First and that's one came it. out last that's, year, right? That's all. That's all Audible has, so I'm uh, I'm hoping they uh, they update that with the uh, uh, High Republic stuff because I I I very much prefer to listen to those and uh, books instead of, of reading them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do too. And if anybody wants his login information, it's I am a Star Wars geek, and his password is Padme is my queen. Yeah. Go ahead and see if that works. Let me know how it works out for you. I think that's actually pretty good for this week. Uh, we have a bunch of comic stuff coming up next week, which we could actually talk about as well. Yeah. Um, we got we got a yellow lightsaber in there that I want to talk about <laughs> that's confusing the crap out of me. Everybody. It's a, not just you, brother. It's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for, uh, for this week. We got a lot of the... Uh, books in that we wanted to talk about but until then for lance this is kevin may the force be with you